from Gulf Coast Air Care and a little bit something in the air this I was morning, gonna Jan. say, ooh, my eyes are burning. He's over there sniffling. Ooh, welcome fall. Yeah, you know, I, I have figured out over the last three decades of being in business that there is a fall allergy season here. There is. The stuff that doesn't thrive in the heat when it starts to cool off. You know, we have that notorious marker on the calendar called the fair, and it starts to cool down. <laughs> the poor fair. Man, Everybody talks about it. everywhere, all over the driveway, all over the walks and all that. And I think stuff that just, it starts to bloom out or it, it does better in a little bit of cooler weather. Mm-hmm. And then you get this fall allergy season. And, and it's it, real. It is real for my, me. I'll tell yeah, you that. <laughs> my asthma, my chest, like. <gasps> oh, yeah. It's, know, it's, it, it's horrible. So my I'm over eyes here are sniffling burning. and all that. You are. And, and I, I just got back from a, a trip. Uh, we were fishing over in Louisiana. I want to do a shout out because uh, next month my show, I believe, is after Veterans Day. And I'm a proud Navy veteran, 21 years. I was on a fishing trip over in the marsh uh, in South Louisiana, and we just slayed redfish and specks. And I was with a bunch of veterans, guys serves and flew with. And I want to shout out to those guys and uh, and all the veterans out there. It's coming up. I'm going to bypass Halloween because I think Veterans Day is so much more important. And uh, so I want to say a thank you to all the veterans and all those guys who served. And yes, thank you, know, you. ladies as well. And, and uh, we, you know, we we took the oath. You know, we put our reputation and our lives on the line. And uh, I think there's nothing more important for us in this country to honor the veterans. So thank you to those people. I agree. And uh, so I, it's always, you know, I, I go to the Wahoos games, go to Ice Pilots games, and it's great to see how many guys stand up and salute, how many people stand up and salute after they've served. And, you know, they're denoted in the crowd. And I, I think that's really important. And, you know, that's that's important for me. I You know, I honor our customer base, too, with discounts for veterans and for military people and all that sort of thing. So uh, we're going to talk today a little bit about, you know, the – what happens when you get into this fall allergy season, uh, the heater season is coming up pretty soon. And uh, we need to probably talk about if you're going to pre-test your heater, you know, that, that first cycle when you turn your heater on it. And we're not there yet. It's still, I mean, this weather is fantastic. It it's is. Phenomenal. But when it gets cold, you know, turn that heater on. If you haven't pre-checked that heater and ran it one day when the weather's nice with the doors and windows open, you're going to get this awful burning smell from stuff that is accumulated in the heating section of the air handler unit or the furnace. Right. Um, and all that stuff burns off. And then you get this release up into the duct system. It comes into the house. Y- you think I'm, uh, you know, y- you think you, you got uh, sniffles and, and breathing issues now. If you don't preheat that, pre-run that furnace, and basically just find a nice day, open the doors and windows, get a nice cross breeze going, and call for high heat and run it for 10 or 15 minutes. You'll smell that stuff burning off of there. If it's horrible, there is some accumulation in the system. If you haven't, if you've been ignoring your air conditioning and your, in your heater, it's worked good all summer long. You're going to get some stuff built up because it's a, uh, 
it's been running all summer long and then it builds up over over time and it burns off on that first couple of cycles there so uh, we can help you with that call us at gulf coast air care 850-934-2768 our website is gulfcoastaircare.com we'll be happy to you know help you we can do an inspection and see what's going on with the air conditioner and the furnace what kind of condition it's in does it need cleaning you should have an inspection done every year uh, that's specified by ASHRAE, which is the mad scientist of the heating and air conditioning society and uh you know the national air duct cleaners association inspection every year so if you haven't had one done and it's been all summer long and you made it through might be a time to give us a call go to gulf coast air care 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com and if you want to text in a question or concern today it's 850-437-1620 yes i got it this time (laughs) it's not on the wall i just pulled it out of memory so we're doing good so the other thing that happens when we get to this wonderful weather like this jan is that i i take a lot of calls uh, that that awful burning smell that you know that's one of them that's at the top of the list and then we get people that they get this we got this musty odor oh my gosh it's horrible it runs us out of here what and it stinks it smells like a wet dog or a wet yeah. laundry a gym bag that didn't get emptied out and cleaned out what is happening i want to explain what's going on there and why it's affecting your indoor air quality in such a negative way so there's an evaporator coil in there and when you're running air conditioner it's wet and it's in the inside unit, in the furnace, in the air handler unit. And when you're running AC, it's wet. And it, it pulls the moisture off. It drains it out through the drain pan, the drain line. And, you know, that's where the water's dripping outside by the outside unit. When we turn the AC off, the coils dry up. And so we, we're going from a wet coil to a dry coil. Maybe we even go to heat in the morning, and so we... We definitely dry that coil out, and then it's nice midday. And in the afternoon, it heats up. So we go back to air conditioning, and we re-wet the coil again. Okay. So what's happening is we've got a biofilm in there, and we're going from wet to dry to wet to dry to wet to dry over a period of hours or days or weeks. And then you get this musty, funky odor that's just like, oh, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and you think, we didn't have that all summer long, or we haven't had that recently, or whatever. So what's happening is, when you go from wet to dry, you deactivate and reactivate that biofilm that's kind of on the coil. If it hasn't been cleaned and treated, put a little sanitizer on there, and make sure that that's not happening. And it only happens when the weather's nice enough to not have the air on all day long. So, you know, we, we have these nice, cool mornings. We have the air off, or maybe we have the heat. Bring the house up a little bit, you know, while you're getting your coffee going. And then you turn it off, and then in the afternoon, it heats up a little bit, and then we get in this funky odor. And so that is something that it happens typically between now, middle, end of October, and we see it all the way up until, I mean, really cold weather hits, maybe around Christmas time. I've seen it even into uh, January before. And then you'll, so if you've used the heater a couple of times or things happening, it'll, it'll kind of go away and dissipate. But, uh, our solution for that is ultraviolet lights. If you put an ultraviolet light on the evaporator coil and shine it on those radiator fins, those little coil fins on there, it kills any of that stuff from a cellular level. 
So the C band of UV light, A and B UV is what gives you a, a sunburn when you go out on a fishing charter and you don't have enough sunscreen on. And man, you're just cranking in those specks and those redfish and you're not paying attention to your skin and your sunscreen. Like I had a red face the other day and I was like, Ooh, the, the guide said, Hey man, you're kind of fair skinned. You should probably put on more sunscreen. I was like, Oh gosh, we've been pulling in so many fish. I forgot. So, uh, but the C band of UV light is something you don't want to have on your skin because it kills on a cellular level that, that light wavelength is a little shorter and it kills that microbial growth and that stuff that ends up in your evaporator coil and in your air conditioner because during air conditioning let's face it the perfect storm is brewing in there it's dark it's the right temperature it's wet Mm -hmm. and that's where all that stuff plates out and gets to grow and and then it spreads up into the blower the heater component which is when we turn the heaters on it burns off and then up into the ductwork and when we do duct inspections we see moldy stuff all the time as a result of yeah. You know, a lot of different factors, but those are a couple of the seasonal ones this time of year. So if, if you've, if you've got this kind of issue going on and you want a long-term solution, call us at Gulf Coast Air Care and we'll talk to you about an ultraviolet light or UVC light. And uh, they're common. They're out there. They've been out there long-term. Um, we've got a company that's an American company. We get American made product from them. They're in Florida. And, um, the guy was, I, I talked to the owner of the guy a few years ago during the pandemic and him and I were just working, we didn't have anything to do. And a great guy, he got, they got bought out by a big consolidator, but he's still running the company, but they're under a umbrella of a huge supply house chain and, and a supplier for the HVAC industry industry. So that tells you he's doing a great product. They have a good, um, uh, system in place to be able to support the ultraviolet lights. And that's what we've been using the fresh air blue tube. Um, it's, it's an incredible measure of protection on your air conditioning system from these issues that we're having, like these biofilms, microbial growth and that sort of thing. And what about older homes, you know, that were built without, um, an air conditioning system? Well, you know, we see a lot of older homes that, you know, I think it's hard to pinpoint, but I think most homes that were built in the forties, fifties, and sixties or early sixties, they didn't have central air conditioning in, in, in the middle, late sixties and the seventies, you know, uh, central air conditioning or, or AC as we know it today, uh, started coming into the houses. So a lot of times the, the, the old duct systems, they, they weren't set up for as much volume of airflow because they didn't have central air. And you, you, you push a lot of air conditioning, through that duct system to be able to capture that moisture and bring the temperature down and get it controlled and get it dry in there. Humidity and moisture is the biggest driver of um, microbial issues, indoor air quality issues, mold problems. And then you get somebody that's sensitive. You know, I've been in the business 29, almost 30 years. I've stuck my head in every nasty air conditioner in town (laughs) and I'm, I've sensitized myself and, and we wear respirators, you know, it's part of our protocol. Um, and I've sensitized myself to a lot of stuff doing quick inspections where I didn't have a respirator on over the last 30 years. And now I'm sensitive to all kinds of stuff and you have to protect yourself. And if your house has got that situation going on, you know, we can help you with fairly affordable solutions for doing that stuff. Yeah. A lot of it is duct cleaning. You know, people ask me, how often do we have the ducts clean? Well, we go and look at the houses with older infrastructure and it's really durable, bulletproof, like old metal duct. 
Some of it has had a liner on the inside, on the air surface, for 40 and 50 and 60 years, and it, it can be a challenge. And then a lot of it has to be replaced, but a lot of it's cleanable, and we've been able to figure that out over the last 29 years on, you know, what's the best measure for corrective action and, and duct renovation. And, and we're just not making this up as we go. There's, an, there's a code-type standard out there from the National Air Duct Cleaners Association. It's a book of 40 or 50 pages that tells you how to assess, clean, and restore an air conditioning system back to condition that makes for clean, healthy, comfortable in indoor environments and healthy buildings. So that's one of the things that we um, we focus on that with pretty strict standard. You know, I mean, I, I'm not willing to do a job that's um, going to be halfway or whatever. And, and we become the bearer of bad news in, in a lot of cases where it's like the service life of this air conditioner in an older home, it's up. You need to change all this flex out. It wasn't sealed right. The newer flex is uh, flex duct. I'm talking about those tubes that are shiny silver metal up in there. In the attic, you, you have to look at, how, you know, how tight your attic is. Are the rodents getting in? What kind of shape my duct is in from a serviceable standpoint of being cleaned and duct leakage and that sort of thing? And then um, we're, we're finding that a lot of houses, you know, that were built a while back, the, the flex duct is not serviceable anymore. It's faded out. There's two or three different upgrades over the years of different styles of flex, the outer jacket, the, the uh, foil wrap on the outside is a lot better now. You got R6 uh, insulation value on the ductwork as opposed to R4. So we clean a lot of it, but a lot of it we have to tell people, you know, it, it makes more sense to replace this with the cost of energy and the impact of comfort in your home. I mean, you want the cleanest, most healthy, comfortable home you can get. And in that case, you know, you have to do some work with the, uh, with the ductwork and it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. That's why you want to call us and have an, an inspection done. We can get in the attic and kind of look and see. And uh, one of the things that, um, that I struggle with is, you know, at my size and my age group, I can't always get into every attic and get all the way to the back there. So I've got some skinny boys on staff. We'll come out and do, do an <laughs> estimate and inspection for you and let you know. And, and kind of you can see, you know, what you can see from the front of the attic, the back of it's pretty much like that unless you've had rodent issues. I mean, we've seen rats and squirrels and possums and raccoons and oh, every imaginable thing over the years. So well, now, those if- can have an impact. If you rent, is there an infrared that can move when you move? And this is from a text that we just received. Uh, yeah, you know, so if you, if you put in an ultraviolet light and you were renting and you decided to move, you could uninstall it and take it with you. Yeah, it, okay. it's very simple. It's two wires and uh, two little screws that are holding the transformer in place there. Um, I haven't seen a bunch of people do that, but if you make that investment, certainly that could happen. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's one of the things that you know, we get those kinds of questions like, well, what about this? What about that? You know, so call us and let us know your questions or your current concerns. Uh, we're at 850-934-2768. I've been in Gulf Breeze for the last 29 years and, uh, we, we will, um, we're licensed. I'm a licensed HVAC contractor in Florida and in Alabama. And we kind of, we work in that specialty niche where, you know, we're doing the ducts that we have a, we have a bunch of guys in town, a bunch of HVAC companies that our deal with them is, you know, we'll do the duct clean. We'll handle the duct. They'll handle the equipment. And it's a, it's a beautiful relationship because 
it, you know, allows you to have your regular service provider, but then have a, a, a niche seasoned professional that can come out and do the, mm-hmm. the duct issues and, and, you know, deal with duct leakage and, and energy stuff and all that kind of stuff. So good questions. Um, you know, we're getting to the end of October and, um, we still have that, that media sale going on our newsletter. I didn't bring a copy of the newsletter in for you this morning, but we got a few days left. We have marked our media products down, which is, these are these changeable filter pads that if you have our air safe filter, you know what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one, you are one. There we go. So, and, and that is a permanent frame lifetime warranty on the frame. And that's another thing. If you move, you can take that frame with you and swap it out if it doesn't fit the new location. Uh, and and then we encourage people to get the filter media piece. This is a dual ply polyester media with a tackifier on it. And by media, I say it's a filter pad, basically. And it confuses people like, you know, they're thinking of media in another context. So, but the filter media, we've got it on sale. It's normally $4.50 a pre-cut piece, and we're doing it for October. Uh, you can get a dozen pieces at $4 a uh, pre-cut piece. So call Vanessa at the office. She's there. She'll uh, take your call, and and uh, you can get that order in before uh, the end of the month, and, you know, you'll be happy to have those filters going for a year's worth of time. So We had one more text to do uh on the dehumidifiers are they portable the ones that you have or how does that work um we do a whole house dehumidifier that's connected to the duct system and i'll tell you why we do that when you when you pull dehumidified air into uh, uh um from the house into the dehu when it comes out it's dry but it's warm so if you just dump it right back into another spot in the house you kind of create a warm spot now eventually that all that dissipates and you get a drier um, indoor environment, uh, if you're using a dehumidifier. However, I like to hook that dehumidifier up to the duct system. That way the output from the dehumidifier is distributed out through the duct and it goes into every room. It also helps with the, uh, the static pressure in the duct system. It it gets a little technical, but I, I like to hook that thing up where you pull the airflow in, dehumidify it and dump it back to the system. And then it goes it helps, you know, distri- distribution throughout the whole house and you get a, you know, a great or a better outcome from your dehumidifier. There are portables out there. We have a portable standalone that looks like a, maybe a little mini fridge and it'll do a hundred, 120 pints a day. It's called a Santa Fe. And, uh, there you can, you can kind of look up those portable Santa Fe's and they sell them at the big box stores. Those are the smaller ones. And if you don't have a dedicated drain for those, you end up dumping that tank four or five times a day because it's humid here all year long. I mean, humidity is not just in the summertime for us. That's when we notice when the air conditioner's running and all that. But that whole house dehumidifier, I have one at my house, and, man, I'll never live in another house in Florida without a whole house dehumidifier. It just makes that much difference. So if we can help you with that question... Um, you know, or or a scenario like that, call us 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com is our website. If you have an email, you can send it to info at gulfcoastaircare.com and, you know, we'll respond to you. Uh, We've got a lot of information if you're trying to do research and figure out, you know, what to do with a specific scenario. 
let us send you information and details. And if you're a DIY guy uh, or person, I will happily coach you through whatever uh, information questions you have so that you can, you know, DIY a situation like that. Our, our, basically the outcome we want is healthy, clean, comfortable buildings in the local community and in this environment here at the Gulf coast. And it is very humid here all year long. So that is some of the things that you do have to address when you're, when you're looking at your indoor environment. Let's see, I, I made another note here. Uh, and I, I have said this long term. Uh, I want to reiterate again. We're getting down here to the last a little bit. Bleach is uh, for laundry. Okay. People, bleach is for laundry. I know. If you're trying to treat microbial growth, get a product that is used for microbial growth. I mean, the, the paint aisle and all the places, hardware, everybody's got one at the big box store. Get a, get a microband product. Get a product that, you know, like kills for stain blocker and all that. Bleach is for laundry. Bleach is for laundry. Yes, Don't sir. use bleach. So if you spray bleach on microbial growth, it's like, so let's let's imagine that the the microbial growth, the mold or whatever, it's it's got a root system called the mycelium, and it's got a flower which blooms and spores. So if you use bleach, there's so much water in bleach that it kills the flower and strengthens the root. So after it looks like you've faded this microbial stuff out with cheap bleach, it comes back stronger and harder on you. And and you so you've got to you've got to do a sort. They're all moisture driven issues. So um, you've got to get a a strategy down. And one of the things is just switching to products. They're all labeled. They all tell you how to use them. And you know bleach is for laundry. Let me just say that again. Bleach is for laundry. So don't be using bleach. And now if you're going to put it in your, in your drain line to clean that out, uh, pure white vinegar, the acetic acid on vinegar, if you're, if you're spraying something cheap like on a wall or on a surface or whatever, mm-hmm. use vinegar as opposed to bleach because the acetic acid is different than the hypochlorite in bleach, and it, it, will, um, it will help you. You know, a few years ago, the government put out a thing like if you're mitigating damage after a hurricane, you've got mold growing everywhere, you had water intrusion and water damage mm-hmm. and rain blowing in and all that. They're like, just spray everything with bleach and then you can get it treated and do your claims and your uh, remediation afterwards. But I will say on a regular basis, that's not the case. That's an immediate thing. You know, when the power's out and you don't have uh, support and, and, you know, people, professionals helping you, bleach is for laundry. It's vinegar. Yes, sir. And if you can call me. Uh, call Gulf Coast Air Care, 850-934-2768, gulfcoastaircare.com. We're happy to help you with any questions, concerns, and and we'll be back on our regular Wednesday show here in a couple of weeks. Great, because I got all confused. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's Todd Sainors. Oh, yeah. Gulf I Coast Air Care. You have a great weekend, sir. All right. Listen on air 